sonicjournal.tumblr.com, blog entry, Moorland Night Sounds. It's early May 2022, and I'm heading due north from the Midlands for a few days of recording in and around the North Pennine Moors. I arrive at my location at 11.30pm after leaving home at around 6, with only one stop at T-Bay Services for a coffee and some food. The last leg of the journey was from Penrith across and over the North Pennines towards Allendale, And unsurprisingly, it was very dark, windy and ascending, although quite spectacular in its increasing remoteness. After setting up kit and prepping the back of the van for sleep and food and living in it for a few days, it was a lot later than I'd hoped, meaning not a lot of sleep was to be had but it's often difficult to sleep after focusing on driving for five or so hours, especially with the anticipation of new locations and new sounds to be recorded. The plan recording-wise was to capture wild soundscapes from a binaural dummy head perspective using a pair of DPA 6060 miniature microphones. I also had an alternative backup Rycote blimp, with a spaced pair of DPA 4060s and a black stealthy wind jammer to use if the winds pick up and the binaural head isn't quite able to handle it. Mornings of recording sessions are like a kind of military routine, really. I was up at 3am and on the moor by half past. Of course, having thoroughly thought through the pattern of tasks required so that I would be fully prepared and ready to record with minimum fuss. When I arrived just a few hours earlier under darkness, with my only knowledge of the area coming from the study of aerial maps, at ground level it was very much new territory and being a bog moorland and very dark, I would have to be extra careful with my footing. Following a solid track, I make my way down a hill from a small road where I was parked, gradually banking back up to see the vague silhouettes of what I assumed was one of the two old and very tall lime kiln chimneys. On my approach, I realised I was correct, thankfully, although not knowing exactly where to set up my microphones at this point, I look across and see what appears to be the outline of a second chimney. So carefully and very quietly continue along. It's incredibly quiet, but there is sound starting to build around me already. The odd gurgle of red grouse and distant descending calls of curlew. 
sure there was a snipe there too. I know I can't hang around here, deliberating for ages. I need to set and go as soon as possible. This is difficult, but with the little information that I have gathered on my surroundings in this very dark place, I position the mic stand and go hunker down. Unsurprisingly, my presence didn't go unnoticed, as I hear the sound of Curlew starting to alarm, but this thankfully calmed down quite quickly, back to the sparse quiet of the nighttime moor. It's difficult to describe the level of quiet that these moorland areas possess. Hours can pass with no human-derived sounds being heard, so no engines or signs of nearby life. There are people living around here, but there's a lot of wild space. This, in theory, makes it ideal for wildlife soundscape recording. I say in theory because... The moorland terrain is extremely exposed. There are no trees, or very few trees, so nothing to block the winds and often brutal weather systems bellowing over the Pennines. All I can do during my short visit here is hope that the winds don't pick up too much and spoil things when it comes to recording. After sitting and listening for a few hours, the dark of night surrenders to the early morning light, allowing for an incredible clear sunrise. And while the recording conditions were certainly a challenge in this wild space, moments like this are really special. Side channel. Side channel.